0: Hey everyone, welcome to Being Experiential Podcasting. I'm Bethany Evans, and I'm here with my co-host, Erin Pruitt, and we also have a very special guest today, Sam Black. Welcome, Sam.
1: Hi, thanks so much for having me.
2: We are super excited. So I am, actually, I've known Sam now, I think it's going on a little over five years, and we met each other at, this is where we met each other being trained in past life regression, And what I'm super excited, Sam is a international psychic medium. She hails from Canada, a, And luckily, (laughs) last year, we got to work together both in Canada and in New York. And Sam not only is a world-renowned medium, she also is author of an Oracle intuitive deck called Grounded Roots, which is a sweet deck. It is really just like, it feels so motherly earthy it has this nice special look which I think is reflective of you Sam so if you're interested as you listen to Sam you be like I want that deck you can go to her website www.samblack.ca and I told her I was like oh like California she goes or Canada
1: Erin so she's also smart um so thank you so much for joining us Sam thanks so much for having me I'm so excited to connect with you guys So it's, what do you, we could actually be a joke.
2: What do you get when you put in a room, a medium, a tarot reader, and an intuitive? (laughs) At the end of the show, we'll find out. We will find out. (laughs) (laughs) What we talked about before the show is you won't get nice. That's what you won't get. Sorry, (laughs) not sorry. (laughs) So I have got to see Sam uh, read people. From around the world, both in Canada and the US, she's come out to California and any client that I have sent to you, one of the things they say consistently is, Sam is freakishly accurate, insightful, and that you are, um, you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need.
1: Yeah. And Uh, I think that's the golden rule with mediumship is if you go in with expectations, you are missing so so much, but if you can go and open you 'll always get what you need so it works yeah. out really well
2: well that 's perfect, so um we want to know okay, Sam, since we you know i 'm actually stealing bethany 's question, but I'm, I want to know
0: i 'm just like, ooh, on the edge of my seat i can 't wait to hear okay.
2: <laughs> what the hell is a medium? Can you tell us because you are you self identify psychic medium, but I really know you more as a medium and same as a psychic, but can you delineate the two and what's the
1: difference and yada, yada, yada. Absolutely. So essentially when we are doing mediumship, we're connecting with spirit. Um, So a psychic, we're really just tapping into our higher self. We're getting those downloads from the universe. We're connecting with your soul, giving you the information you need for for your journey. And then mediumship is when we've got spirit coming in. So if you can imagine, we're having dinner, we're talking about boys, okay? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, grandma walks in the room, and she's like, you girls shouldn't be doing that. Like, that's mediumship. It's grandma coming in the room and giving us her two cents. So, sometimes people think, oh my gosh, a mediumship, it's so much more accurate. They can tell the future. Well, I mean, if grandma was a a psychic when she was living, then maybe she can tell you the future. Otherwise, she's just bringing in her two cents, right? Mm -hmm. So, it's super healing. It's very validating as well. It can be very comforting to have spirit come forward and give us a message. However, if you're looking for hierarchy, it's not that. And a lot of people think there's this hierarchy, like intro level is psychic and then mediumships when you get really good. And It's, <laughs> it's, it's when we have different tools in our toolbox. So one is connecting with spirit and one is connecting with soul space, the universe and all of that. And, um, that's essentially the big difference. So I have a question when you're doing it, is it just when
2: you get what you get or do you can do, you Can is there like a intuitive fork in the road where you go, I'm going to go down the psychic road. No, I'm going to go down the medium. Do you, do you get to?
1: are you who's driving the bus? Them or you? Or I let, I let spirit drive the bus if I'm doing a reading. So okay. I, and I'll often start in mediumship and move into psychic and then kind of go back and forth a little bit too. So if you can just imagine an old radio where you had to dial into the frequencies, and you've got AM and FM, so they're just different frequencies. It's not that any are better than the other. So I try to start with the highest frequency possible, and then allow myself to dip down a little bit. And um, so the when we're connecting with spirit angels, all of that sort of thing, it's higher frequency because they're not dense physically; mm-hmm. they're energy. Right. And mm-hmm. so the closer we get to a denser energy is the lower the frequency. So I know sometimes people think, oh, it means good or bad. It's you know, the best is the highest. It's mm-hmm. it's not like that at all. It's just a matter of how connected is that energy, how condensed is it? And so I start out usually with medium ship, go with the higher frequency, and then bring myself closer and closer to the earth realm. And that's just how I do it. I find it the easiest. But I can say If I'm super tired or something in there, and you've seen it, you know, then spirit just comes in and I just go with it too. So, you know, it, it really just depends that way. And what I appreciate about Sam was
2: one of the first, I'd seen it on TV, right? Like, cause I watch shows, but Sam was the first person that I saw show boundaries. I was still, cause I think you're several years ahead of me. I, in this practice, especially in the career, and I, we were sitting like in these chairs and around several times. And people like, when we were at the, the training, there was a lot of uh, medical professionals, therapists, and then there were people in the intuitive mystical world. And I, it's like having a flight, I uh, like a like a bug zapper. Like, like people were like, "Oh, you're a medium. And Sam's like, yes, but the sign I'm closed. I'm, I'm here for me. And I was like, shit she's really good at like boundaries did you did you i get that you can do that with humans right but it's a little harder to do it with uh the universe right with spirit but can you just speak a little bit about that because we'll ask you other questions but as people dive into this world and they really become they're excited, but then there's a time where it's like, wait a minute, you're not always on show and you're not always open for business. Mm -hmm. How did you like, what keys of insights could you give to our listeners? Like, Hey, consider this, or here's what I do
1: that would help them find the balance. Yeah. And you know, the boundaries are so key and important because you can imagine if you're flying up at this frequency all the time, that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And it also prevents you from just living a real life, which is we're here to have that human experience. And so, you know, it's so funny because I didn't even really think about it until you were like, "Holy shit, you just did that!" Like, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh gosh." It, it, it was almost as exciting as talking to a dead person. I was like, S- <laughs> S- S- "Told
2: those people to back it up," and I was like, "And I just what I do? I st- st- was near you the whole time because I was in your bubble of boundaries."
1: Yeah, but that's okay. You were you were welcome there. So. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I can remember that same week we had an experience where on the Wednesday we were supposed to be practicing past life regression. Mm. And so I couldn't even go under because I just start laughing because I'm picking up on spirit because you can imagine there's like five or 600 people in this training and probably a hundred of them go to this practice session, Bethany. And Mm -hmm. So we have pairs of two everywhere. And then we have me and Aaron with a circle around us. And I'm like, I just can't do this. (laughs) I just can't do this. And um, finally I did give somebody a reading and then I'm like, Aaron, let's go find ice cream. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. That was it. That was it for the day. But I feel as though having those boundaries really creates a stronger relationship with spirit. And if you can imagine you know, somebody, we all know somebody who's got the really intrusive mother-in-law or neighbor, right? Spirit, they're the same. They just don't have the physical body. Mm -hmm. So you can get chatty spirit that would love to hang out with you all day long, right? But, you know, if you walked down the street all the time talking to spirit, you're probably not going to be seen as overly healthy, right? Like we won't have (laughs) boundaries there. Your credibility is
0: going to be lost there.
1: (laughs) So it's really just about, saying, you know, I'm open right now. And some people find it really helpful, especially if they're starting to have some sort of a cue, like maybe a bracelet, my bracelets on, then I'm open for business. Mm. Or if I'm in this chair under this tree, you can come to me. And I find that really helpful because it gives that time and space where I'm honoring myself and I'm honoring spirit. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm still honoring myself and I'm honoring my human relationships. And the other thing too, is if, if people see you as being on all the time, it's hard to have a relationship. I know I had one friend and I said, you know, I miss you. I never hear from you. And she said, well, you always know what's going on in my world anyway. So I just didn't think I needed to call. And mm-hmm. it's not that she was trying to be mean. She just really thought that I could just go, Jenna. And it would just come to me. <laughs> <laughs> or "Mary." Oh, okay. Hi, Mary. That's what's right. happening in your world. So, so um, I really... I try to be as authentic as possible in that this is spirit time, this is human time, and this is me time. Yeah. I need my me time. Um yeah. so so just honoring those spaces but in the beginning you start out just with maybe even 10 minutes a day and grow it to an hour and you can even do the same with your med- medium or your meditation rather Just say, okay, I'm going to meditate first. And then I'm going to go in and invite spirit to come in. Cause I'm already at a higher frequency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done, I'm done for the day. You know, I always, I, I love shows that depict these mediums going up to strangers and tell them stuff with shock factor. And I'm sure that that's why TV does it. However, <laughs> if you put yourself in the place of the person receiving some of them, may not be open to reading. Some of them have beliefs that it's actually wrong. And I'm saying that in quotes because I don't think anything's wrong, but they believe that it's wrong for them to receive that. Or it might just be too much. They're not ready to deal with it. And yeah. so I think we need to respect that boundary as well and and be open to, if I'm receiving something, maybe it's for me. Maybe it, mm. it might be their grandma, but maybe they're coming forward to give me a message because they haven't mm-hmm. actually asked for one or saying, you know, up front, you know, I'm receiving a message. This is something that I do. I'm going to go write it down. And if you ever want it, I'll give it to you, but no pressure.
2: Oh, I like Another that, way but... to
1: do that without really infringing on that boundary. You'll have some people, you know, and you can go, yeah, I'm totally giving you a message right now. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but there's some people, if you don't know them, it's important to respect that boundary as well
2: and I think it happens especially in that transition in the development like you can't figure out what your boundary is so you start becoming getting practices to communicate with spirit mm-hmm. to be like okay this is how I want to integrate it because I know in my transition it was a bit of a bumpy ride
1: yeah you know Erin I can tell you for me the bumpiest ride it wasn't even when I was first coming into my mediumship it was when I was pregnant So our younger three are a year and five days and then two years apart. So, I mean, I was pregnant for four years, essentially. And I found being pregnant, I was wide open. So I had so much communication. It got to the point that I couldn't turn it off easily. So I was just like, okay, we're closed for business. And I probably Mm. went a good year or two or very minimal communication with spirit. I was like, leave me alone. Let me do my thing. And during that time, I had three of my grandparents die as well. Wow. So Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm on overload. I just needed to stop. And when we can understand what our limits and boundaries are, we can really ease into the transition easily. But when we feel overwhelmed and just shutting down, it's not helping spirit or ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's really good just to play and dip your toe in if, if this is you and you're like, oh my gosh, I think I, I think I'm starting to connect. Just be, feel okay to understand that you're the one in control of how much gas yeah. is being applied. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So that's what, so we wanted to know, like, can you just give us a short share? Like, how did you start? Like, how did you start going? Hmm. I think I might have some skills. What was the lead up to that?
1: So it's so funny because I've always been a medium. So there's two types of mediums, really. There's um, like natural born mediums are born doing this. And then many who just, I'm sure they're born with it, but they become aware of it and tune into it later on in life. And so for me, my parents just assumed it was all invisible friends. (laughs) And so I would just chatter away and do my thing. And I can remember not really understanding Like who they were, so I would attribute names to them of TV shows or of my friends, things like that, so that I could verbalize who I'm talking to. And spirit doesn't care if you call them by the wrong name, so yeah. Um, so I can remember one time being in my grandparents' house, and they had a sunken living room with the dining room up top, and all the grown ups are playing cards or whatever they're doing, and I'm down there you know, sitting in front of the fireplace, talking to this very nice man. And all of a sudden I heard my aunt say, Oh, look, Sammy's talking to her invisible friends again. <laughs> and I heard it. Went invisible means they're not real. Like they can't see them. That means there's something wrong with me. And oh. instantly became a fear space. Whereas before it was just open. You mm. know? And, and so again, closed down for a little bit. And I was probably like five or six at the time. And I did connect, but you know, not as much. And then when I was about 14 years old, I had two huge events happen that really kickstarted everything. So Mm -hmm. for the intuitive side, I came home from school early one day and my mom was getting a tarot reading from a neighbor and my mom quickly tried to hide it. And I said, no, no, I I know what that is. And she said, no, you don't. And I said, she goes, what is it that I'm like, I don't know what it's called, but, like you tell fortune and future with them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's like, "We'll be done soon." Kind of like go away. And the neighbor looked to me and she said, "Sammy, come here." And she handed me all the cards. She said, "Can you give me a reading?" And I laid out the Celtic cross spread. And my mom's like, "How did you know how to do that?" Keep in mind, <laughs> this is before internet, right? Yeah. And I'm like I don't, I don't know. I just know this is what I'm supposed to do. Uh-huh. I'm supposed to do this, and so. I was so grateful because that neighbor really helped with my development. She's like, no, we're going to practice this. You're right. You are supposed to do this.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And also that year we lived in a triplex. So there was a lady in the basement, um, a guy on the main floor and then my mom and my brother and I on the upper two floors. And the lady had thought I was her daughter. She had a lot of mental health issues, mm-hmm. addiction issues, and so I was afraid of her. Like she even came in the house at one point, tried to take me home with her. Things. Oh like my that. god! Well, that lady committed suicide, Ugh. and that attachment didn't end with her passing. Mm. So she was constantly in my room. She was constantly around, trying to talk to me, trying to get my attention, and that scared the rap out of me. Like the, you can imagine a whole grade nine year out the window totally. um, because it was just always there and I didn't know how to turn it off and I didn't know any other mediums. And, you know, so my mom would let my brother go sleep in her room, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, there I was by myself trying to deal with all of that. Hmm. And so it was really through that journey um, that I realized there's life after this, you know, I wasn't imagining all those people when I was a kid, I wasn't imagining seeing my grandmother and my great grandmother, like all of that sort of thing. So I really developed. And that's when I was introduced to a spiritualist minister and she really helped mentor me and, um, just began to normalize what it was I was seeing, even though I wasn't telling people I could do this. So it was just mm-hmm. a select few at the time. And, uh, my mom's friends would kind of sneak up to get a reading from me. (laughs) (laughs) They thought it was cool. Um, But for, for a long time, it wasn't something I shared. I could see that.
2: Yeah. I could totally see that.
0: I'd I'd say pretty much any intuitive or psychic or medium probably goes through that phase where it's
1: like, Oh, I really, think so. and it depends. I think how entrenched are you in, in this, Real world, yeah, you know, right. It's right in the psychiatric evaluation. Do you see ghosts or believe in spirit? Right. Exactly. So I know for me, I used to work as a social worker. I sure as heck was not telling people that I was allowing mediumship to help me through an investigation. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I just come back to my supervisor and say, "So this and this happened. I can verify it. This also happened. I'll get back to you." And so after I came out of the spiritual closet, started doing this full time that that supervisor called me and said, you know, we just thought you had good informants. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, yeah, I do actually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, but you can see how for some people, they, haven't been ready. And we're so blessed to live in this age where it's becoming so mainstream that it's cool to be a medium or a psychic. So no one, you know, thinks it's super weird anymore. And I'm sure that those psychiatric evaluations are going to have to change because we can't all be crazy together. Right. So there there has to be another way around it. And, um, but that, that's how I experienced it. And so many too. just hide it at home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Oh, go go, go, I Bethany. was going to say, do you believe everyone has the ability to, to be a psychic or a medium?
1: I do. And, it... and let me preface that. So I believe we all already have intuition. It's mm-hmm. a matter of how much we're open to tapping into it. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone around us who hasn't at some point gone, oh, I knew that.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: right? We, mm-hmm. we all have intuition. It's just a matter of how much time are we going to develop? Just like you're learning a new language, yeah. we can all learn a new language. How much time do you want to dedicate to doing that craft? Mm-hmm. And then for mediumship as well, again, it's about tuning into that higher frequency. And, and I know so many people that would never identify themselves as a medium, but they sure as heck smelled grandma's perfume. Mm-hmm. They knew grandpa was close by. They could hear their mom singing, even though their mom wasn't there. They heard their name get called. And those are all mediumistic opportunities that everyone has the opportunity to tap into. Yeah. And so a lot of my work, I do readings. I love doing readings. But a lot of my work is more teaching others to tap into their intuition. Because I'm just a lady on the other end of the phone. If you don't trust yourself, that's where the problem is, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, definitely everybody can tap into it.
2: If you were to, if someone has the ability, what would you encourage? If you could give some tips on, here's how I would encourage to pursue this uh, skill set that we believe is inherently you're born with it. What would your advice be?
1: Well, there's a few different things. The one is definitely to begin a meditative practice and, and meditation is whatever works for you. It might be walking in nature. It might be when you're having your bath at night. It might be actually sitting and, and doing a chant of some sort. So any sort of meditative practice where you can learn to dial into the present, the now and quiet. The other is to reduce the noise. So, so many people keep the TV on all the time, keep the radio on. So there's always noise around them. And I encourage people to quiet that noise down because then you can actually hear what the universe is actually bringing forward for you. Mm -hmm. And then the other is to journal um, and not necessarily for the purpose of You know, today I went to the grocery store and I met a man, but more along the lines of keywords, like, you know, interesting, this word keeps popping up for me today, or I keep seeing one, two, three, four, or I've never, ever noticed a blue butterfly before, but today I saw 10 of them, like Mm. those types of things. And then finally setting, um. Well, two finalies. The one is setting up an appointment with yourself to learn development. So that might be reading some books. It might be listening to podcasts like yours. It might be just sitting with spirit or with yourself and see what comes forward, playing with tarot cards, anything like that. And then also finding a teacher. And I'm going to say finding a teacher, but not marrying that teacher. And here's the <laughs> why, because some people believe, oh, we meet this one, you know, famous person, and we're going to follow them forever. That famous person is having a human experience just like the rest of us. They fuck up too. <laughs> can I, say that? I can. I yeah. Am with you, her and I can totally. She assumes as she <laughs> can swear. She's with me. Yes. yes. Absolutely.
2: I always like I win if I can nobody's see. Nobody's perfect.
1: <laughs> nobody's perfect. Nobody's on a pedestal. And so, right. what ha- what happens to many is they get married to this one. Teacher, guru, coach, mentor. And yeah. then they screw up and they're like, oh, they're, just screw- they're so downhearted. Take what you can from the learning experience and then learn from somebody else and yeah. take what feels true to you. Mm-hmm. You know, some somebody said to me a year or two ago, she's like, Does it make you sad when your students move on because you've been doing this for so long? And I said, No, I love it. I love it because that means that they got everything they needed from me and they know they can come back if there's something missing, Mm -hmm. but they trust themselves enough to find somebody else. Intuition is all about self-development and self-growth. It's not about adopting other people's beliefs and ideas. So, So those are the tips I would give if somebody wants to develop their intuition or mediumship or even just explore what spirituality means to them. Those are some of the things that can really help if someone
2: wanted to say okay sam i'm looking to like i can read books there's there's like playing with it exploring right and then there's like no i'm jumping in yeah would you have a suggestion like i know they can work with you so share obviously share your stuff but if, what would you recommend to look for if like, i'm jumping in if you were like hey here's a little sam black guide To consider, what would that guide look like for the people that want to jump in?
1: It would be, you need opportunities to practice and you need safe spaces to do that. So for mediumship, fortunately, there are spiritualist churches, maybe not in every community, but close enough by. And every spiritualist church, and I say church in quotes because it's a meeting place essentially, they'll do circles, development circles. And so I really encourage people to go to a development circle or join an online. Like I now with COVID and everything, I'm doing mine all online, but being able to go to that safe space where you have some other people learning and you can share experiences, it really helps quiet that monkey mind. You know, Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I must've been imagining that things like that. Right. So you can share those experiences and have opportunities for growth. But the practice is essential. So little activities like putting photos in an envelope where it's sealed and then just sitting with that energy and writing down everything that comes to you and then having somebody validate it for you. So in the beginning, that validation is pretty important because it satisfies the conscious mind and the ego to go, yep, we're onto something. And it's not always all about... Immediate accuracy, especially with mediumship. So intuition, yes, you could get some immediate feedback. What happens with mediumship a lot is you're giving them information they don't know. They can't validate it right away, but they'll go back, they'll talk to their people and they'll go, oh my gosh, I didn't know that, but my grandmother, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So, um, So having opportunities where you can play and doing it from that sacral space of play with no judgment, I'm just gonna see what comes up. And having people that are safe, that won't criticize you, but will say, you know, I think you're onto something. Keep going. Keep going. Because they they know where you're headed and trusting what you get. So that's the biggest thing when you're first beginning a reading and be like, oh my gosh, that sounds so crazy. I'm not saying that. That's yeah. the good juice, right? Like that's yeah. what the people need. So having that is so helpful and being in a development circle. And then I want to say... Some people will sit in the same circle for 30 years and as lovely as that is, and you can build some friends through that, it won't necessarily help develop your intuition. You want to go, great, I learned here. Now I'm going to go learn here and then I'm going to learn here and then I'm going to learn here because what happens is people get comfortable with each other. And I mean, Erin, you got to see this last year when we were together. Yeah. <laughs> Today, when you went <laughs> yeah. to spirituals church, you can see people like, oh, Mary, I have your dad here with me because, you know, we go to church together every week and I know two weeks ago, your dad died. Like yeah. you know, that's not authentic mediumship, right? <laughs> that's, that's being a nice person. And Oh, your dad loves you. Yes. Of course. Her dad loves her. Like that's not really going to help her. However, an authentic experience where they can give you evidence of that soul and they can give you some good stuff to think about That's where the magic and the healing happens in mediumship. So I really encourage people change up your circles, read people you don't know and practice as much as you possibly can, because that's where you're going to get confident and you will get to the point where you do not need validation because you work for spirit. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people don't know when I'm telling them something in a reading and I'll be like, that's okay. I trust them. (laughs) Yeah. So just tuck it away. And I can't tell you how many hundreds of calls and emails and Facebook messages where they're like, oh my gosh, that totally, yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) I already heard it. Like once you learn to trust your own intuition and trust spirit, the audience, you're sharing the message with them for their healing, but their validation is not necessary at all. Totally. So that's such a, that's, that's
2: definitely a shift of like, you've like level, you're on a whole nother level when you're like, no, I know. You're the (laughs) last one to know and it's your people, but I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have the month of Halloween, right? October, and I have two questions for you around that. One is, is there a heightened because day of the dead, Halloween, do you notice a heightening of anything or is it because people focus on it? I love Halloween. But my boyfriend, Carl, said that I love every holiday, and that's not true, but I like a lot of them. Um, that's not true. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but he's like, you love Hallamook. I'm an intuitive. Of course I love freaking Halloween. What, what planet are you from? <laughs> but so my first question is heightened. Um, and the second question is, okay, people get spooked by mm-hmm. dead people. They're like, <gasps> and I think of like uh, Sixth Sense, right? Like sometimes maybe they don't understand. But In your opinion, are there scary ghosts? Are there good ghosts? If so, can you explain? If not, can you explain? Absolutely. Those are my
1: questions. Okay, so as far as scary ghosts goes, have you ever met somebody and their energy, you just felt they were a scary person? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so then the answer has to be yes, there can be scary ghosts. I'm putting again in quotes. Now, if you as an amazing coach, which I know you are, were to sit down with that scary person and break down what their fear and pain was, would you still think they were a scary person? Yeah, probably not. No. Probably not. Most cases, not. Okay? Spirit is exactly the same way. If they're coming through as scary or intimidating, it's because they're in that much pain and they don't feel anybody is listening to them. Mm -hmm. So it's about shifting gears a little bit and saying, okay, so what's your pain? you ready to let it go? Just like you would with a live person. Mm -hmm. However, we live in a culture that really loves physical mediumship. So there's mental mediumship where we're connecting with spirit. And then there's physical mediumship where shit moves around your house and noises and whatever else. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what sells. (laughs) That's (laughs) often what comes forward. Um, maybe like 2% of the time. Um, But when it does, it gets reactions out of people. And how much money do horror movies make every year? People like to get scared. So that's what they focus on. So I can remember one time I was going to an inn for a retreat. And by the time I got there, I was really tired. I had a long drive and all this. So I get there and I go in this old inn and they said, you have to be there by five. And I think I got there at three minutes to five or something like crazy like that. And so I'm like, I'm here. And she's like, oh, what are your plans tonight? I said, you know, I'm so tired. I'm just going to order in and maybe have a bath and just relax and go to bed. And she said, okay, well, you have my cell phone number. So if you need anything, just give me a call. I, was, I thought that was weird, right? And she goes, you're here on your own. And I'm like, oh, like you guys are leaving? Just me and the other guests? And she said, oh, no, you're the only one here. What? Yes. Okay. So I'm in this creepy old inn and, um, <laughs> let's just say I didn't sleep much.
0: Like oh God, that's terrifying.
1: <laughs> and we're door slamming, like you name it. Like, and, and I'll be honest, physical mediumship, not my, not my fame because <laughs> I really like to control things. And yeah. yeah. So, um, so in that moment, I was just like, I talked to my friend, I'm like, Sam, like if you come tonight instead of tomorrow, I will pay half your next retreat and you have to sleep in my room. She's like, I can't come tonight. And am like, and you know, and the next day she and I and one other were the only ones in the end. And again, we heard it and she was like, okay, it really happened. I'm like, it really happened. I even yeah. made up a shirt for the one girl. Um, I survived room 105 because of that. <laughs> Said, what's your most popular room I have a lady who's new and she goes oh room 105 I said okay we'll put her in there <laughs> I didn't know why it was the most popular oh
0: my god <laughs>
1: this poor lady um and so I say to the owner you know so full disclosure this is what I do for a living she said yeah I know I checked you out. <laughs> and um, I said, so this, this, and this, and I gave her a bunch of history, she goes, yeah, I can validate all of that, she goes, except that, that never happened, she validated it later, and she <laughs> said, you know, Knock Knock Ghost was just here filming two nights ago, and I'm like, oh, that makes so much more sense, because they went in, and they aggravated the spirit,
2: oh. and
1: hilarious, if you've never seen that show, Knock Knock Ghost, no, yeah, no, so funny, so anyways, I'm like, okay, well, he's in pain, and they're antagonizing him well no wonder he came at me
0: right yeah yeah
1: and so if if you just remember that spirit is us without the human body Mm. right so if they passed feeling angry and resentful they got some shit to work out on the other side if they were very grateful for the life they led, they're gonna have a different energy But they don't just magically become this new person just because they cross over to the other side. So I invite everybody, if you feel that spirit is scary, asking yourself, what kind of pain they're in? Just like when I was 14 and the lady committed suicide, Mm -hmm. Judy was in pain.
0: She,
1: you know, to take your life, you need to be in a lot of pain to go to that space. And so if we can just treat them from that perspective, and if you're not open, so not everybody's a counselor, not everybody's touchy-feely. Mm-hmm. How do they manage people in their living? Like, yeah, no, you can go call somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do that with spirit too. And say, No, no, I'm not your gal, go call somebody. Yeah. Um, or sit down and say, Okay, you have got ten minutes. Like what do you need? Like what do you need to right. feel? Healthy. Who are you trying to connect with, and and really just break it down that way. And I think if you can look at it that way, it takes that fear out of it. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So as far as Halloween goes, I personally don't get extra energy at Halloween, mm. um, but I do get a ton of extra energy around um, Remembrance Day and in November, and I do pick up a lot more then. Mm. Um, I think it goes to our own experiences. Some people will around the anniversary of someone's passing, around their birthday, mm-hmm. there's more intention flowing to that soul during that time because they're already thinking about them. So it makes, yeah. it, makes it that much easier to connect. Um, however, if you're raised in a culture like in Mexico with Day of the Dead, of course, you would pick up more energy because it's in your culture to We are dedicating this time and this energy and this intention to our ancestors. Mm-hmm. So it's not that they're there more, it's that we are tuning into their frequency mm. It's the intention. does that make sense? Yeah, yeah,
0: you're inviting that that space to be open and that connection to happen.
1: yeah, absolutely mm. so um, so yeah, for me, Halloween, no, however, I know it works for some people, and uh, it's certainly fun anyhow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. So
2: I wanted to ask, um, to, I keep asking all the questions, Bethany.
0: That's because, fine. I'm, I'm enjoying listening. <laughs> okay.
2: I, could, and our listeners know sometimes like Bethany's like, okay, in there and sometimes I'm in there and sometimes I'm just listening. I'm like, oh yeah, shit. We're supposed to ask questions. So, I know. <laughs> That's why there's if, two of us. If someone is, um, Let's say senses and interaction. Like, how do you maximize that? It's one thing that we want to, we'll all, you know, our goal in our podcast is it's experiential, that they learn, they explore. And so, whether they want to be a medium or not, they're like, okay, look, I can sense somebody or I can feel someone I know or don't know. How, if they want to kind of maximize that, right? What's your suggestions?
1: So when we're gaining information, whether it's through mediumship or intuition, we're using all of our senses and putting together a puzzle. Mm -hmm. So let's say hypothetically, grandma had this beautiful perfume and we can smell it. And our earth brain's like, is that? Am I imagining it? What is that? Then what we can do is invite another sense to pick up another piece. So you say, okay, I'm acknowledging I can smell grandma's perfume. What else can you show me help me feel all of that and then put those pieces together because that way you've got okay so I've got grandma's curly hair I've got that feeling of her her shirt or her sweater her blanket I Mm -hmm. you know I can I can hear her humming in the kitchen okay I can validate that's my grandma and it's about trusting that information we're getting so breaking it down and instead of being really attached like you'll see this as well with some With some mediums that are still in practice mode, Mm -hmm. um, they'll say, oh, I have your grandma here. Well, it might not be your grandma. Maybe it's the nice lady down the road. Um, And they've smushed all the information together for what fit for them. And so it's really important to isolate. Okay, I'm going to take the perfume. I'm going to take the blanket. I'm going to take the yummy spaghetti sauce. I'm going to take all of that. And she feels grandmotherly to me. That's how Mm -hmm. I'm interpreting it. Does this make sense to you? Yeah. Because then you have the ability to go, yeah, actually, that's totally my grandma. And you know it and you feel it. Yeah. You also have the opportunity to say, you know what? I see how you can feel it's a grandmotherly because, you know, the lady next door, she was like a grandma, even though she wasn't. I didn't know my grandma. And she used to make me spaghetti all the time. And you also have the ability to go, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's okay because remember we trust what we are getting not the validation so then mm-hmm. we can just say you know it's okay if you don't understand what I'm saying let me see what she's got to share with you okay can you take all of that take it with you let's move on and I will tell you many years of readings. so 30 years now I've been doing readings I've only ever given money back once and it wasn't even that I was wrong as she was so set on hearing from one person. Mm. She didn't want to hear from the rest. (laughs) Um, You know, we, we are responsible for what people receive. We're responsible for what we experience and share. And So being able to isolate the senses is a huge way to really, really get into that practice and get more defined in what you're receiving.
2: Oh, perfect. No, I like that. That's really helpful.
1: That. So with
2: that, as I readjust, is there anything? Um, because we have just a few minutes left and then we're gonna get to have you on our intuitive hits. So we'll get to read you. But is there anything you want to share whether Bethany or me, um, that you're getting
1: anything? Absolutely, absolutely. So I've been having some fun with this, Bethany. Oh God. <laughs> I had a feeling she's gonna go, Bethany. So this is awesome. Um so, so there's a few different things going on with you. So the energy is, you know, before we take a big leap and a big jump, we kind of get a little insecure.
0: Yes. We're like questioning
1: everything. You're kind of there, my friend. Okay. So I, yeah. know, there's another layer of cake and icing coming, but you're kind of stuck in the middle right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's some learning coming to you. Your earth brain is craving knowledge, big time but I feel like your schedule or your life you're like yeah no I don't want that but it's coming anyhow what's Mm -hmm. really cool is it adds dimension to everything you already learned because there's like it's not all linear with you there's been some scattering yeah oh yeah I bounce all over the
0: place and I'm like
1: bring it together more okay and that's going to really help there's also this this feeling of beating yourself up a little bit like feeling bad for the past. And I don't even think it's all your shit. Like, I feel yeah. like it's other stuff and it, it's time to really let it go. And then just really go. I deserve to be happy. Yeah. I'm a good person. I deserve to be happy on a new level. Okay. Yeah. So, so I have got a man and a woman from the past that both need just cut right off and tell them, to take a hike. Okay. Like, because it feels. It feels as though with the man, it feels romantic with the woman. She just feels like she's a Budinsky, you know, like in everybody's business, lots of opinions, but not always kind. I can feel like she shares her opinion as her own insecurities and projects on. So I don't know if it's an aunt, a mom or who this generation above you would be, but it's time to just quiet that voice and go, no, no, you know what? I actually got it all together and pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's
1: also some financial stuff coming for you. There's... I want to say a lump sum in that I don't know if it's been accumulating and you haven't been getting it or what that is, but there's a lump sum of money coming to you next May, June. And it's not like it's a lottery of millions of dollars, but it's enough that you're going to go, Oh, that feels pretty good. I'm going to tuck that away and do what I want with it. And mm-hmm. what I'm saying to you is do what you want with it. Okay. Instead of, Oh, this is for them and this and this. No, no, no. What do you want? Do what's good for you. Because okay. I really feel like unapologetically selfish is a theme you need to step into if that feels okay all right I'm getting there good because (laughs) there's a lot of really good stuff coming to you and I want to say I know you're doing this this podcast but it feels as though you may be asked to help out with somebody else's and what I want to say is make sure they're paying you okay okay no more for free.
0: No. Yeah. 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 Absolutely not.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, do what you want to do. I'm just going to give you. My no, t- I can't.
0: I can't do anything for free anymore. Yeah. My body, I just, my body won't let me.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now I want to say for some reason, I have three grandmothers that come forward for you and it's, it's so funny because they're like, they're very clear. Like there's three of us. <laughs> yeah. That's what
0: Erin said. She did that. This happened with Erin one time too. Oh, good.
1: So, <laughs> So one of them, I kind of wonder if you didn't know well in this lifetime or she passed right before you're born or something along those lines, yeah. but she, I feel like is the most influential for you. Mm-hmm. And the other two, there's just, there's love, lot, but they're so different. Like, yeah. So, so, one's very quiet. One's really loud, you know, and, and yeah. it's kind of fun because they let me know that your personality, you're really, really quiet or you're really loud. Yeah. And it's you channeling those two energies, which is- Oh my fun.
0: God. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Awesome. So, how are we yeah. for
2: time, Erin? We got a couple of minutes. Is there anything else you want to share, or we Here might?
1: Turn, my friends. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so it's time to recharge your batteries. There's been like this big surge of you have energy and then you've none. Okay. Mm. And there's this sense as well of some things are coming up, and I know you're not a tongue biter, but there's some tongue biting going on and not wanting to be in the middle. So I'm not sure what that not wanting to be in the middle and you have opinions and you're not sharing, which is knowing you, I know that's so funny because you share your opinions quite well.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Am I supposed to tongue bite or am I not
2: supposed to tongue bite?
1: You're supposed to say it. Okay. And be open to saying, I'm going to say this and I'm excusing myself. If you want more, you come to me, but don't pull me in anymore. Okay? Okay. Um, thank you. There's also, There's also a disconnect. It feels like there's um, this lady, she's going through some stuff. She feels real close though. So I wanna say it's either close friend, cousin, sister, something like that, but going through a whole lot of stuff. And it's almost like she feels like she's younger than she is right now because she just feels so vulnerable in what she's going through. But at the same time, life is new to her. So I wanna say she's just gone through a big transition from the outside looking in, I don't know that we think she's doing a great job with what she's got going on. But I want to reassure you, I feel like she's doing better than what people think because she does have this new lease on life idea. And she, she really learns best by screwing up real good. So although I want to go take care of her, I feel like we need to leave her alone, let her fall down, and then just let her celebrate in her own way. All right? Oh God,
2: you'd be talking about two people, but I, I think I know.
1: Which is possible,
2: right? That's possible that there be
1: okay. It totally is so energy piggybacks off each other. So whether yeah. it's spirit or whether, and I want to say when I say spirit, they can very much be alive if there's someone with Alzheimer's or they're mm. on a lot of medications, so they're not always present. They can come through like spirit would. So mm. so I say spirit, but know that it's the energy, and um, they'll piggyback. They'll be like, oh, she's got me. I'm gonna jump in on that. You know. Yeah.
2: Okay. We see this Perfect. a lot
1: with platform mediumship with a big audience because although we're talking to one person, it's really like five or six people in the audience are all like, yeah, I know that's for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's
1: the sweet spot. We want people to go, I know that's for me. That's my message. Yeah. Oh,
2: awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, Loved thank you. having
1: you. Isn't she
2: awesome, Bethany? Like, she yeah. just, like, breaks shit down. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. Yeah. I love when you started with Bethany, she was like, Ooh! I tried to capture it, <laughs> it on, a, on uh, taking a picture because she did this whole, like, I like, age, right back to, like, 12. It was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Bethany's showing up. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so... I'm sure, I'm confident we have listeners that are just in love with you, Sam, and want to get a reading, want to develop their intuition or and or, want to maybe get your deck? Where would you say is the easiest way they could tap your Canadian ass and get a hold of you?
1: Well, I do have my website, which is samblack.ca, super easy. But honestly, I'm on Facebook all the time. So, Facebook's a great spot. You can get my deck on either Facebook or on uh, my website, and as well Instagram. So, Samblack Psychic Medium, super easy to find. And I have been super busy getting all of my courses online. So it doesn't matter where you are, you can access me and, Mm -hmm. and really whatever level you're at, jump in. So, um, that as well as just sandblackpsychicmedium.vipmembervault.com. And I know that's super long, but if you go to Facebook or Instagram, it's there. So just click on it and you'll be able to find me. Perfect. Well, thank
2: you so much for joining us being so insightful. We're excited. We're going to, if anyone wants Sam to listen to Sam on the hot seat, uh, after this, we're going to do intuitive hits and we're going to read some. And with that, thank you for joining
1: us being so insightful. We adore you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I love joining you guys. So if you ever want me back, let me know. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Affirmative. Okay. We'll say it it in Canadian.
2: Yes. (laughs)
0: Hey, I don't know. That's the only, that's the only Canadian I know. I don't know. <laughs> All
2: right. See you guys right. later. Okay. Bye.